0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit-Led Hope. My name is Glenn Erickson, and in this episode, we're answering the question, what principles help us give a prophetic word to others? In the last episode, we discussed how we hear a prophetic word for someone else. In this episode, we're going to assume that the Holy Spirit has given you a prophetic word and identified the person or persons meant to receive it. In this episode, then, we look at the next step. How do we deliver the prophetic word? I mean, is there a right way or a wrong way? So let's start answering those questions by looking at some of the larger principles. The first principle is this. When it comes to delivering a prophetic word, the Bible does not include step-by-step directions. I mean, you can look, but you just won't find them. What we see when it comes to spiritual gifts— is that we are meant to be reliant on the leading of the Holy Spirit. When we minister to people, every situation is different. Why? Because people are different. What speaks to one person just may not speak to another. A canned routine may not work, but the Holy Spirit knows just what each person needs, and the Holy Spirit will help us do what needs to be done for that person. This is what Jesus told His disciples After one of his teaching sessions in John 14, he said this, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I have said to you. This is another principle that applies to us. The Holy Spirit will teach us in all things, but a big part of that is using what's already been given to us through the Bible. In other words, the Holy Spirit will help us remember what's been said to us from the biblical text, and that's why no prophetic word should ever conflict with what's written in the Bible. But that part about teaching us in all things can include details for the moment, like when to give the prophetic word or any special actions that go with it. These are things that you will not find in the Bible, but they're important to help the person receive the gift being given to them. Now here's a very important part. I just said that the Holy Spirit will show you things that are not in the Bible. So for example, I mentioned when to give someone a prophetic word or how to give it. But even these things will fall under an umbrella of principles that you'll recognize as just coming really from the heart of God. So here are three specific principles that will help you safely give prophetic words, whether it's your first time or you've given hundreds. And these principles are found throughout the entirety of Scripture. Principle number one, every prophetic word is received and given by faith. Principle number two, every prophetic word must be given in love. And principle number three, every prophetic word must be given with humility. We give a prophetic word by faith, in love, with humility. And this is so important. I'm going to include it in the episode description so you can see it written out. We give a prophetic word by faith, in love, with humility. If you've never given a personal prophetic word to someone, it can be a little scary or daunting. But the Holy Spirit is the most excellent teacher, and He will help you. If the Holy Spirit shows you something to share, you can be confident that He will be with you The entire process. I mentioned briefly in episode six about a prophetic word that I spoke in a class at church. That was the first public prophetic word that I ever gave. I had no idea that God could or would work that way. But it was only a couple of days later that I was given my second prophetic word to share. I was preparing to do a church service at a home for the elderly. This was a small gathering, probably no more than a dozen people, and most of them needed assistance of some sort. I was writing down a few notes when I had this picture just sort of flash in my mind. Again, this was all new to me, but I knew that God wanted something. So, I just stopped and I prayed about it, and a clearer picture began to take shape. And what I saw was one of the staff members of this assisted living home. And I had this mental picture of her reading her Bible and praying to God. And the prophetic word for her was that, God sees her reading the Bible and praying, and that He hears her and He's pleased with her. Okay, that was it. That's just a very simple word. And it it fits with Scripture. I mean, if she were reading her Bible and she were praying, then God would hear her, and of course, He'd be pleased with her. Doesn't it seem like I would be all excited because the Holy Spirit just showed me something for someone else? Well, yes and no. It was exciting, but it was difficult at the same time. So, here's why one of our principles is that we receive and give a prophetic word by faith. There's always some element where we're trusting God, and then that faith in God moves us into obedience to give the prophetic word. As simple as that prophetic word was, I had no idea if it were true. I'd only seen this woman from a distance. She would wheel someone in for the service, She'd wait at the back of the room and then wheel them out when the service was over. I didn't know her name. I had no idea if she even owned a Bible. I mean, for all I knew, she was like a devout atheist. And this did create some angst in me. I mean, what if I was wrong? To make matters worse, I believed that the Holy Spirit was asking me to speak this prophetic word as part of the service, which means that whoever was in the room was going to hear me say it. Maybe other staff members would wander in. What if I was wrong in front of them? And then I begin to realize that maybe that woman wouldn't even be working that day. You can see how easy it is to have doubts and wonder if what you're hearing for someone is accurate or timely, or even if you have the courage and faith to give it. This was a real battle for me. What can happen is that you begin to make the prophetic word About yourself. I'm going to be embarrassed if I'm wrong. I'm going to be the one looking silly. You get the idea. Or it can be in the other direction. I'm going to look amazing if this word is accurate. And now the prophetic word meant to be a gift for someone else is now your ticket to recognition or shame or whatever you start thinking might happen to you because you give that prophetic word. And this is neither the way of love nor the way of humility. When we walk in love, in the gift of prophecy, our attention should always be on how God wants to bless the receiver of the gift. To the extent possible, we should be almost invisible, in a sense. Obviously, we can't just disappear. With spiritual gifts, we are there to serve God and to give Him the credit And the glory and the praise. Now, we are ministering to people. And when God uses us to bless them, they're often grateful for what we do. And they may respond in a way that elevates you. And this is again where humility comes in. Let's not puff ourselves up or think that we're something special. When you see God work and care for people through your faith and obedience, this is a great reward. Let's let that be a reward. Let's not try to make ourselves the focus. The praise should always be directed towards God. That's the way of love and humility. When I started to think about that simple prophetic word, I had to process a lot of thoughts like this. I eventually reached a point where I had the faith to give it, and I wanted it to be helpful to this woman. I wanted the word to be accurate, but it wasn't because of my reputation. It was because I wanted it to bless her. And that Sunday came around, and staff members started wheeling the congregation in, and what you know, what? there was that woman. She wheeled the lady up to the front, and then she walked right to the back of the room. When the service started, I was so nervous. There are diverse ways we can share a prophetic word depending on the circumstances. For example, because I didn't know she read her Bible, I could say to her, If you ever read your Bible and pray, God will hear you and be pleased. Now, that conveys the same thing, but that's not what I heard God say. But it would have taken me much less faith to give the prophetic word that way, because why? Because it would have removed the possibility that I could be wrong. But it would have also potentially lessened its impact. In the book of Romans, Paul talks about what we call the grace gifts, the ways we're each made. There he says that we prophesy according to our faith. And that also applies to the gift of prophecy we're talking about here. Our level of faith does come into play when we function in spiritual gifts. I hate to admit this, but I have times when I am unable to do what the Holy Spirit shows me. Now, fortunately, the Holy Spirit is very patient with me and helps my faith to grow so that I can do what He asks. And it will be the same for you. Don't get discouraged. If you find yourself too nervous to move forward with the prophetic word, it's part of the learning process, and the Holy Spirit will work patiently with you. It finally came to the point of the service where I was supposed to give the prophetic word. By that time, the Holy Spirit made me aware of how much God loved that woman. I wanted to do everything right, but I was still nervous. I'd never done this before. And then it was like time stopped. But I was aware of faith rising in me, and I knew that I knew that this was correct. I was speaking in love, and I said to her, God sees you reading your Bible and praying, and He hears you, and He's pleased with you. And it was a beautiful moment, and it felt so right. I knew I'd been obedient to the Holy Spirit. And then the woman just broke down and started sobbing these big sobs, and and my confidence that I had done the right thing, just vanished. It was just gone. I thought I'd hurt her. And I just wanted to end the service right there and apologize. But I knew that wasn't right either. So I stumbled through the rest of the message. And all the while, I kept my eye on her because I didn't want her to leave before I could apologize for being wrong. I closed the service. And as soon as I could shake free, I just went over to her to see how she was doing. And I started apologizing as she broke down and sobs again. And she said, you don't understand. Over the course of the next few minutes, this precious lady, tears in her eyes, told me her story. She had a relationship with Jesus as a child, but as she got older, she stepped away. Six months prior, she knew she needed to get things right with God. For six months, every day, she would read her Bible and pray, but she felt like God was absent, like He didn't hear, her, that He wasn't present. Saturday night, probably about 15 hours before I gave her the prophetic word, she yelled out to God and she asked God, Do you even see me or hear me? That simple prophetic word, in God's perfect timing, perfectly answered her question. It wasn't a complicated word, but it was just what she needed. And she looked at me and said, It's a miracle. And she left encouraged and built up confident that God was with her. That was the last time I saw the woman. To this day, I still don't know her name. But that experience, to see God's love for someone be so tangibly displayed has really stuck with me. The Holy Spirit taught me early on that every prophetic word will require an element of faith. You cannot escape it. Prophetic words are powerful and safe when given in love. And prophetic words point the recipient to God when given with humility. Since that time, I've lost track of how many prophetic words I've had the privilege to give. To see God work like that, it builds your faith. It makes you more committed to growing in love, to growing in the fruit of the Spirit. And it humbles you. When you see what the Holy Spirit can do, and you realize what you cannot do, you become way more impressed with God and much less impressed with yourself. Before we end this episode, let me say just a bit more about humility. Humility reminds us that as human beings, we are not perfect. I'm sorry if that's news to you. And that means that we may make a mistake in either the content of the prophetic word, or how we give it, or when we give it. One thing you may hear from Christians that do not believe the gift of prophecies for today is that the biblical test for a prophet was that they could not be wrong. If they said something was going to happen and it didn't, they were a false prophet. And the logic goes that if you make a mistake in giving a prophetic word, you are a false prophet and you have no right to function in the gift of prophecy. I want to put that criticism to rest right now. As I pointed out in episode nine, the gift of prophecy does not make you a prophet, you are not bound. By the requirement of 100% accuracy. Remember, the gift of prophecy is not primarily about futuristic predictions to begin with. I'm saying this because if you have ever made a mistake and given a prophetic word to someone, use it as an opportunity to grow in faith, love, and humility. If you've stepped away from obedience to the Holy Spirit because you're afraid to be wrong again, be open to the Holy Spirit calling you back to the gift of prophecy. If you're called to be a teacher or in a place of leadership, James does say that you are judged with a greater strictness for what comes out of your mouth. And that will certainly apply to how you operate in the gift of prophecy. Everything we've talked about in this episode is very important if you are a teacher or a leader in the church. Another thing I've learned is that if we're humble, and we realize that we can make mistake that will often help us not make the mistake let me end this episode by saying that the holy spirit is the greatest teacher in the universe eagerly desire spiritual gifts especially prophecy as we give a prophetic word by faith in love with humility the holy spirit will be with each one of us every step of the way. I'm excited for you. Keep growing in love. Keep growing in the fruit of the Spirit. Keep spending time with God in word and prayer. The Holy Spirit is in you and with you. In the next episode, we'll look at how to receive a prophetic word. And now, as we end this episode, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope By the power of the Holy Spirit. Until next episode, take care.